We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Thursday. It's February 29th. That's not a typo. It is that leap year. What's up, everyone? Hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday night over there on YouTube. And I hope you have a fantastic Thursday afternoon on the podcast feed. What's up, Tim? Uh, Joined today by my good buddy, Tasteful Tides, Timothy Buell. We got... uh, it's it's been a long day. I'm not even gonna sit here and act mm-hmm. like it hasn't been a long day. You know, Rotor <laughs> Grinders 2.0 launched today, and uh, it's just been a long day. A lot of a lot of stuff we're working on, and I had a lot of stuff I was working on with the NASCAR stuff to make sure we're good for this weekend. But uh, I'm pumped. Uh, the site is so much faster. The rebranding looks fantastic. The website looks fantastic. And I mean, just the site for users, for you all that use the site each and every day. And I mean, we use it as well. It's just going to be so much better in the long run. And I'm pumped about that. But uh, Tim, how's it going for you, my friend? Yeah, uh, RG 2.0 is pretty awesome. It's so much slicker, so much faster. I think the user experience is going to be so much better. Um, Definitely, you know, it's going to take a little bit of... uh, getting used to for me, you know, right. Using the same site for the last six or seven years straight, but uh, I'm pretty excited uh, to uh, dig into the 2.0. Yeah. And again, I feel like for listeners and users of the website, you're going to very much like it. I think that you're going to like just how much faster it runs and 
there'll be some bugs over the next week or so. Um, we've been working behind the scenes on it now for a few weeks, and I know that the team in general has been working on this for almost a year. Uh, this has been something in the process for a year now, and you're going to see a lot of different stuff, but the site's just going to be better. You'll get used to it. It's going to take some getting used to for a lot of people, but overall, it's going to be better for you in the long run, and that's all that matters, right? All right. right. Six-game slate. I mean, that seems to be like the thing this week, and I'm not complaining. I love six-game slates are something I really like, and I like the fact that we have a six-game slate with zero teams on a back-to-back. I don't know if I've been able to say that much of all this season, so... um, all that outdated gear on sale <laughs> richie yeah, wants to I know. know um i'm i'm pretty excited i i want it if they can send it to me i'll take it i'll take yeah, it i i probably have like 40 rotor grinder shirts in my closet um and i have my i still have my like original 10 plus years old rg shirt um i don't ever wear it anymore but it's still in the closet but um it took i don't know me, it, it took me four years to get two two sweatshirts <laughs> so um um, you know, I, I'll take all the gear that I can get. There you go. I will say, though, I'm sure you all have, like, noticed us wearing and rocking some new RG gear and um, wondering what that was all about. Well, the, the secret's out. And, yeah, there we go. The new site, new colors, and new backgrounds. I got a new background. The Morning Grind up here, up here has a new background. Uh, there'll be, like, new images for the Morning Grind when you click on it on the the website tomorrow so yeah just new different and um nothing's changing as far as content we're gonna keep rocking it uh, and i will i say nothing's changing we do have some stuff in in the works for mlb like live shows that are gonna change from like last year um you know so i'm excited for that but blue background like my red hattie b's hat does not work well with the blue background so um, i think you look you sharp stevie i don't know what you're talking about i think that red and blue looks good bags under my eyes. <laughs> well that's 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 different i didn't say yeah. anything about that but oh yeah they're not going anywhere nascar season's back all right yeah. let's uh let's talk some hoops we got it like i said a six game slate we have zero teams on a back-to-back we have lines out for all these games and uh we should have a lot of fun with this one so we get started here milwaukee at charlotte 217 and a half milwaukee is a 12 point favorite middleton's out and then on the Charlotte side, Ball and Williams is out. You know, we just had this game. And we sat here on the podcast and talked about how Charlotte's just been playing better defensively. And this game could potentially be close because of how Charlotte's been playing better defensively. Milwaukee won by 38 points. Um, it wasn't even close. So, you know, obviously this game now going to Charlotte. Both of these teams have been playing better defensively just in general. Uh, any interest here in the Bucks going up against Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, I think we have to have some interest on a shorter slate such as this. Uh, like you said, it's going to be uh, in Charlotte, so hopefully, maybe, possibly, they can keep this game a little bit closer. Um, Giannis at 11-3 seems to be too cheap. Um, he's, he's not going to be... I don't think he's going to be overwhelmingly chalky. Um, I think people might look at that last game and be like, oh, I'm too worried about the blowout. So if there's not going to be a lot of ownership on him, I absolutely love him. But I think my favorite play from this team is Dame at 8,800. 
Um, I, I really like to get to Dame, uh, you know, get some savings from Giannis. You still get exposure to one of the worst defenses in basketball. Uh, so I, I, I really like Lillard. He put up, um, he put up, what did he put up? Put up 20, he played 25 minutes and scored 23 points in this last game. So if he can extend this to like, 33 minutes, 34 minutes, you know, I think he can really, really smash his price tag. Yeah, I think overall, like when you're looking at the Bucks game from the other day, you're just like, all right, the game was yeah. way out of hand and no one got their full amount of minutes and production was way down just in general. I mean, I think Brooke Lopez had zero actual points and took like two shot attempts um, in that game. So I think you could kind of throw that game out and just say, you know, Lillard, Giannis, obviously top-end plays. We've talked a lot about how much Doc Rivers really likes Beasley and Portis. Uh, these guys have a, a really good role with this team right now with Doc Rivers at coach. I think that's where I'd be targeting this team just in general here. And then on the Charlotte side, I mean, my thoughts really haven't changed, right? A Trey Mann just keeps playing really solid. You know, even in the yep. blowout the other night, like they didn't take him off the court. He played 33 minutes. So we kind of learned that like he, Trey Mann's blowout proof the other night, which yeah. was fantastic. So he would be my he favorite is, option. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. No, I was going to say, you literally took the words right out of my mouth about Charlotte. I was like, it's it's Trey Mann. And that's just about it. Like he is, he's blowout proof. He's 5,400. He's going to play over 30 minutes. Um, if this game stays close, like we know Dame struggles on the uh, defensive end of the court. So, I mean, he could have a monster, monster, like 40 DK point game. Um, and like you said, he's blowout proof. So he, he's by far my favorite, favorite Charlotte uh, play by far. Yeah. And Miller, like we need the price to keep coming down because like Miller was out there still shooting a lot the other night when the game was out of hand, which was great, but his price is still kind of right. And I mean, gosh, like we, we want Miller to have like one or two more bad games, get down in that like $5,800 range and really be able to take advantage of it. Um, I thought like we'd see Mitchich play more the other night in kind of a yeah, blowout type me, game. And me too just kind of disappeared i think overall for me on charlotte it, it's man and it's miller I, and then if you think the game is going to stay close I, I think you could potentially take shots on bridges but he's not my favorite i think that you know you're getting good production from man and grant williams is just not producing points he's getting rebounds and some stuff like that but yeah just not really getting there yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of interest in Charlotte outs, outside of man. All right, we got Utah at Orlando, facing my Magic two twenty one total here. Orlando, a five point favorite. Kessler is questionable for Utah. Benchero and Isaac questionable for Orlando. Isaac, I think, is probably more on the doubtful side. I think they'll be very careful with his ankle injury, and then I think overall. Banchero with the illness, we'll just kind of have to see how the day goes. If he's at shoot around in the morning, he'll probably play in this one. Kessler being questionable is huge. We'll definitely be you know paying attention to another foot sprain for Kessler. He missed some time. I mean, let's talk about the Utah situation first here. I think obviously, like I keep talking about how much I like Keontae George. We're gonna get a night where Keontae George shoots well, mm -hmm. but 
just man, like Hendricks is playing quite a bit now, and like if Kessler sits, I mean, I think that Hendricks is a phenomenal play. Yep. Do we think like Yurt Seven starts here if Kessler misses the game, or do you think it's Potter, or do we think like maybe they start? I don't think they'll be able to start Hendricks and Collins together. No, I, I agree with that. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be Hendricks, Collins, you know, one of them playing the five. I would assume it's Yurt Seven, but I'm not a hundred percent. Um let me Yeah, I would say it's Yurt Seven. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, they could potentially start Collins against, like, Wendell Carter. Potentially. Yeah. I think that, I mean, maybe Hendricks and, and Collins starts. That That's who they start anyway, right? Um, Kessler doesn't typically start. So, I mean, Hendricks has been starting here recently. So, I, I mean, maybe nothing really changes as far as that. Maybe maybe we get minutes off the bench for someone like Yurt7. I mean, if if Kessler sits, I really like Hendricks. I think that he's getting 30-plus minutes here. I don't necessarily love Utah in this matchup. Orlando's a great defense. You know, I've been playing a lot of George, and I think I'll put George on the bench here. But I think Taylor Hendricks is a phenomenal play. Um, with or without Kessler, I think he's a solid value play today. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. He is a very, very strong value play. Um, if Kessler were to miss, he would, you know, definitely jump up in projections, um, I think. I mean, I know it's a bad matchup, but I mean, I think Lori Marketing's way too cheap. Like, especially, especially if Bonchero doesn't play. Like, I, I, I definitely would get to some Lori in in large field GPPs. I think he could really, really, really crush that price tag. So I do have some interest in Lori Marketing at seventy seven hundred. Um, I don't really want any Colin Sexton or Keontae George for this matchup. Anyway, um, you know, even though I think they're pretty solid players, but I think it's I think it's Hendricks and I think it's marketing for me on the Utah side. Yeah, I mean, marketing is always a guy that has upside. I just I don't love the matchup. But like you said, if Bantero sits, if Isaac Isaac's a phenomenal defender. Right. Yeah. You know, if they but, both if they both were to sit that that's a pretty big void on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, Goga Goga, and Wendell Carter are also good defenders. So, I, I mean, it's just Franz isn't a good defender. Like, I mean, Magic, that's why they're good. 
defensively, right? They're just good overall um, defensively. So let's talk about the Magic here. You know, we just saw the Magic the other night absolutely crush. I think they beat Brooklyn by 26 or 27 points in that game. And we saw, you know, no Banchero didn't really matter too much. They didn't have to play their guys deep into the game. Franz Wagner didn't check back in after the third quarter. So his minutes were kind of down. They did not check Wendell Carter back in. Wendell Carter is going to be, they're going to be very careful with his minutes when they can be uh, because they want him to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I think like uh, if Banchero sits again, Wendell Carter, I think this game has a, a much more higher potential to stay close. Brooklyn was on a back-to-back. They just looked terrible the other night. Um, I think this game stays closer. So if Banchero sits, I think Banchero plays for what it's worth. But if he does sit, I think Franz and Wendell Carter would be top-end plays. And I, I think like yep. we can't overlook like Caleb Houston if Banchero sits just because like he has a pretty pretty – nice upside minutes wise and he doesn't come out in a blowout you know so if this game does get out of hand i think we could take some shots here on caleb houston yeah i definitely like the caleb houston call what are we what are we doing with markel Fultz at 4k stevie is that just like you can't play him that seems that seems so cheap he played he played 25 minutes in a blowout against brooklyn and you know what i mean like what if he gets he played... like 27 28 it was very interesting. He played the blowout minutes, though. Um, you know, they, yeah. they, they've been easing him back and, like, careful with him just in general. And, I mean, I don't know. I There's so much, like, guard action going on with the Magic right now between Harris and Suggs and Cole Anthony and Fultz, and we have Anthony Black. There's just there's too many of them. That's <laughs> the, the, the Magic that is a good point. I just see Marquez Fultz at 4k and i'm like i feel like i should be playing him you know getting getting 25 plus minutes so i don't know it just feels weird um but yeah i love wendell carter in this matchup at 5400 if bonchero were not to play i love going back to uh franz wagner at 76 um but yeah um i don't know i don't i don't want to play a chalky Caleb Houston, and I'm worried he's going to be chalky considering he did pretty well in his last game, played 30 minutes. I don't know if I want to play him if he's, if he's going to be chalk, but if he's not going to be chalk and he's starting again, um, I would have no problem going back. Yeah, it could potentially, especially in large field tournaments, um, like could be just one of those guys you just stay away from. But I think like yeah, you you are typically a person that loves playing like single entry stuff. And I think that like if he's chalking single entry, you can easily yeah. stay away. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not playing him in single entry if he's going to be popular. Derek says, "Man, I'm glad I locked Drummond tonight. Um, he has twenty. I told I, right I told him I told him to. I told him to. We talked about it on the podcast last night before it was a cool thing. Um. So there you go. My boy AU, he, he's having a decent game too. All right, Atlanta at Brooklyn, 227.5 total here. Brooklyn two-point favorite. Okongwu and Young out for Atlanta. Thomas out for Brooklyn. Let's talk about Atlanta first. DeJounte kind of disappointed the other night. You know, he was 8,900. It was a matchup against Utah. We love the pace of that game. The pace ended up playing really fast in that game. Um it just and now like we're getting Dejounte five hundred dollars more and like now we're getting at the point where 
it's really tough to say he's a plug and play, even with Trey Young out. Um, I still think DeAndre Hunter is phenomenal play here. Like he's just a guy that scores so much more with Trey Young off the floor. We yep. saw we saw Capella get a, a decent amount of run the end of the night. He played 25 minutes. It was the first time since like coming back right there before the all-star break. I mean, yeah, I just overall Johnson's price is up there. Murray's price is up there. I love, I love Johnson in this matchup. Yeah, I like Johnson. I know he's, I know he's expensive. 81 yeah. a tough. I mean, but he goes for 50 plus. I mean, on a six game slate, raw points still matter. So he could be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly agree with you. Uh, DeJounte is no longer a plug-and-play. They they priced him appropriately, correctly. Uh, this is a big-time pace-down matchup for Atlanta. So um, I do not think that you have to play Murray. Um, but I think getting to like Bogdanovich, maybe, or Hunter. I love that Hunter call. Or even Sadiq Bey at 5,600, I think is interesting. Um but uh, Johnson is definitely my favorite Atlanta play. He's phenomenal, right? Just a, a guy that produces each and every night, and his rebounds have been fantastic. They're going to be fantastic. And, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I understand why you like him. Like you said, the pace down spot worries me a little bit. Brooklyn's 23 in pace and 23rd in pace, and Atlanta's third in pace. So, like, you are a little concerned about, like, the pace down spot. But on the flip side, you're like, all right, well, I mean, it's a spot we could take advantage of, you know. So they're still, uh, I mean, they're still they're still short-handed, right? They still have no young, they still have no Kongwu. You know, we know who's gonna be playing. So I kind of like them for that reason. Yeah, and like the usage is there, right? Like the right. We, we can kind of pinpoint where the usage is gonna be with Atlanta, you know, that game against Utah. Kind of got a hand in, like, they still ran their guys out there. Like, Johnson yep. still closed the game, and, you know, they didn't. Yep. And, and, like, I was sweating um, DeAndre Hunter's, like, points, and he finally hit it, and I was like, all right, good. I so, feel very secure. I feel very secure if I clicked an Atlanta player in this game that they're going to play their full minutes. Yeah, I don't know, like, Bogdanovich, like, his ceiling is kind of capped. He's probably going to get you 28 to 40 in this spot. I don't know if yeah. that's enough at 6,400, but like if you end up in this price range and you end up on him, like I'm not going to tell you yeah. don't do it. So, yeah. And, you know, with, with Trey out, DeJounte had to play like longer stints. And when DeJounte is playing those longer stints, that's why Hunter scores more is because he's getting more usage on that second unit with Trey out and DeJounte playing with the first unit longer. So we saw Jalen Johnson kind of play the Trey Young checkout early type role and try to play with that second unit a little bit more, but just going to open up more opportunities uh, for DeAndre Hunter just in general. So DeAndre Hunter probably gets 30 minutes if that game stays close the other night. And I think at 30, 30 minutes at 5,500, that's fine. Yep. Brooklyn. No Cam Thomas. Uh, he'll be out here with the ankle that we talked about the other day. We also we like we have Ben Simmons returning here. He's not playing a ton of minutes yet. I think like this is a spot. Dennis Schroeder played okay, but not great the other night. I think we can potentially go back to taking shots on Schroeder. I just like everybody for Brooklyn against the Orlando Magic played terrible, and this is like. 
It, it's the opposite matchup, right? It's a yeah. fast-paced spot with little defense. Orlando plays slow and they play great defense. So I think you kind of hope that like people are a little gun-shy on Brooklyn here. They're so cheap, Stevie. I mean, they're yeah, so they cheap. If I, if I was making 20 teams on Thursday's slate, I'd be doing a mid-one of Brooklyn, 100%. They're, they're so cheap. They're good, you know, like Claxton at 64. Uh, you know, uh, Bridges at 7K, Cam Johnson, even 4,900. Uh, uh, Ben Simmons, he's point guard only, which kind of stinks, but 5,100. I think that's okay. Um, Dennis Schroeder, he's got shooting guard eligibility at 52. I think that's a very strong play as well. So, I mean, I would be, I'd be mixing and matching Brooklyn, right? I don't have like some lock play, but they're in a great spot, like you said. All right, Josh, I hear you that the Hawks defense is better without Trey. But let, let's pump the brakes on calling them a good defense. You know, they're going to be better without Trey Young. Trey Young's not a good defender. But let's pump, let's let's tap those brakes. Um, we got to make those left-hand turns, you know. So I think, yeah, they're going to be better defensively. But the pace, the pace that Atlanta plays at is such a huge bump for Brooklyn in general that it's going to open up so much more like just so much more shot attempts so much more plays everything so the fact that like tim pointed out like the pricing the pricing for brooklyn is just that's the juicy part here for this team in dfs um <laughs> he said the hawks is this squad he feels us i mean listen we all we are all there right like we all have our teams um i mean look at keith he's a cubs fan he he knows pain so um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what do you do? What do you, what would you do with Ben Simmons if you were making twenty teams for Thursday? I think I'd take shots on him, hoping yeah. that like they extend him to like twenty two minutes here. Like the, the first game back from the All Star break, he played twenty one minutes. I think with Thomas out, you could potentially hope to get Simmons extended to twenty two to twenty four minutes here. Yeah, twenty two to twenty four minutes for fifty one hundred Ben Simmons is like. His ceiling's probably like eight, eight, twelve in that scenario. So I think at fifty one hundred, you could take like I would see what ownership is before I would like give you like a complete idea of how much I want to play him. But if Ben Simmons is projected for like four percent ownership and I'm playing like a twenty entry max, I probably try to get him on like three or four teams, so like fifteen, twenty percent. Yeah, I feel like that way too about Cam Johnson also. I really like Cam Johnson. I like your idea of going in lineup HQ and men wanting Brooklyn's cheap plays, right? Like I'm going to have one of Schroeder, Simmons, Johnson, Smith, Claxton. And I'm going to make sure in this matchup, I'm going to get some bridges, right? Like he, he has been shooting terrible, but this is a spot he's going to get his shots up. He's averaging 59 fantasy points in two outings against Atlanta this season. So, I mean, we we kind of overlooked Bridges when we initially, because, like, the rest of the team is so cheap. But, like, Bridges is in a, in a phenomenal spot here. Like, he, don't. He, yeah. I just want to say, like, don't sleep on Bridges. I think this is a don't, great spot for him. Don't sleep on Claxton either. I think this is a great spot for him. That's the only only 6400 for Claxton. That's yeah, and too cheap. I mean, you're always worried about like sharp 
eating into the minutes, but Sharp, like, early in the season, Sharp was playing, like, 20, 25 minutes, and, like, I don't know if they've extended him past 20 minutes since he's come back from injury, so I'm not as concerned about Sharp as I was earlier this year when you're like, oh, my gosh, Sharp's playing 25 minutes and Claxton's playing 20. Like, what's happening? So, right. um, I, I like the Claxton call. Uh, Brooklyn's just in a good spot. I mean, Brooklyn's a team you can have one to three of these guys. And I, I was going to say, I'm, now, I'm think, now I'm thinking like min two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so they're cheap. Still, they're still the Nets, all right? They're still the Nets. I know. I know. <laughs> all right, Golden State at New York facing the Knicks. 223 total. Golden State, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Wiggins out for Golden State. OG, Randall, Mitrov out. Brunson questionable for the Knicks. Let's start here with Golden State. Wiggins being out definitely matters a little bit here. You know, this is a guy that has been playing really solid minutes. We saw Chris Paul come back the other night and we were curious what his role was going to be well he played 22 minutes you know wiggins was out and it was kind of like a seamless transition you know modi moody started but didn't end up playing a ton of minutes like podsy stayed in the starting lineup and we just saw like an overall good game chris paul had a very good second quarter um what are your thoughts here on the warriors yeah i was kind of tilted that moody got there like I didn't play him and he still got there and he's pretty popular and he didn't play a lot of minutes. Um, I assume he starts again, right? Moody. I would, I would think he starts again. I don't think they want Chris Chris Paul. They didn't want starting at the beginning of the season. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be like Thompson and Paul Moody, like all of them playing like 23 to 27 minutes. Um, I like, I like Draymond in the spot at 6,200. He's my favorite warrior. Um, but this isn't my favorite game, you know, and I, I mean, you know, Curry always has a ceiling under 10 K sure you can play him, but, um, this is not my favorite game or team. Yeah. I mean, for me, Curry, like he's your ceiling play from this team each and every game. He really hasn't shown a huge ceiling. We have people to pay up for on this slate that I, I like more than Steph, you know, so I get it. And like Draymond, I gosh, I, I hate playing this guy too. And the Warriors <laughs> Warriors have quickly become that team for me that I just don't love to play. I mean, yeah. I, I do I do like Clay coming off the bench, and I, I think that his upside is higher off the bench. So Clay's probably my favorite. My let's get weird GPP play from this team. So we'll talk about that in the morning grind game, and we're gonna move on to the Knicks. Obviously, Brunson matters a ton. We'll see what happens with Brunson. If he's out, this is a fantastic spot for DiVincenzo. If Brunson's in, I want to still play Josh Hart. You know, we keep talking about Josh Hart, and, like, the dude just keeps playing 40 minutes a night. And he's just – he's on the floor so much, and, like, as much as we talk about it all the time, like, minutes equal opportunity in the NBA – Josh Hart is fully taking advantage of his minutes. He's scoring. He's getting assists. He's rebounding. He's been active defensively. I think Josh Hart is a phenomenal play at 7,100. And, like, this is a guy that we were paying low sixes for at the beginning of last week. So it's, like, a tough ask, but I I still think, like, the role for him right now is just too good to pass on. Oh, yeah. If if Brunson sits, I'm probably 100% playing Hart. What do you do with McBride, Stevie, at 5K? Is that too much for this matchup? 
he played 40 minutes without Brunson the other night. I don't think the, the price is enough. Like 40 minutes in the NBA with double digit shot attempts. It's really hard yeah. not to have interest in him. Right. Just, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I think that 5k for McBride point guard shooting guard is a strong play. I think um, Alec Burks at 4,500. Um, he only got, I think, 16 minutes last game. But if you got over 20, he would be really, really, really strong play at 45. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like McBride if Hart sits. I love Hart if, if Brunson sits. I also kind of like the under 31 and a half points for Brunson. That if he plays right now. Yeah. Oh, so if he does play, yeah, yeah, I, I, I hate like that. that prop. I hate that like Josh Hart props aren't out because that that's <laughs> I I really want Josh Hart props, you know. So right. like him a lot, just for all you in YouTube chat. I really like him, like 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 him a lot. Um, yeah, Brunson matters a ton on this slate because it does open up McBride potentially. I don't think I want to play like Burks. I know he had some ownership the other day. I'm out kind of on Hartenstein right now. Like Precious and Hart have like eaten into him too much for me to want to play Hartenstein right now. Overall, I think that if Brunson sits, DiVincenzo, Hart, McBride, if Brunson plays, it's probably just Josh Hart for me. But I, I like, 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 like the Knicks here. Depending on who's in and out, I like it, like it, like it. You know who um, I like. You know who, who do you I like? like? Who do you like? Uh, I like. like you got to like, like, like it. I like Bojan if Brunson sits. He seems to be the forgotten Nick. His price is like he he's not going to pop him pop in optimals, right? Like right. He just. <laughs> oh man! All right, sorry. I'm. I'm having fun with YouTube chat. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll try to stop having fun with YouTube chat, but Bogdanovich, like his price has kind of tilted. I think for what it's, for what it's worth, I think if Brunson's out, Bogdanovich has an upper higher upside, but if, if Brunson plays, I think Bogdanovich's price needs to be like 5k before I get on him. And he's not going to pop in optimals. I was doing, uh, tags and stuff yesterday for premium and he man the lineup hq projections did not like bogdanovich yesterday no they they changed a little bit throughout the day but yeah all right we got thunder at san antonio 237 and a half total here thunder 11 and a half point favorite they're good to go on their injury report and just bassy over there on the spurs side what do we like here for the Thunder today? I mean, it's pretty easy, right? It's SGA, it's Holmgren, it's Jalen Williams, those three. Uh, this is the game that I have massive concern about for blowout. Um, but SGA is a top play on the entire slate, obviously. I mean, he's his floor is really, really strong. So um, it'd be pretty hard to get away from him. Um but I also, you know, Chet's very strong at 79. None of the uh, value pieces I like very much. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, SGA, I think, is a top-end option on the slate. Yeah. Like, it's a it's a smaller slate at six games. And SGA at 10-7 has, like, 60 to 70-point upside in this matchup. So, I think it's a great spot for him. Holmgren, I think he's another guy you could play here. Just, like, oh, yeah. both of these guys, I think, are top-end options on this slate. And then, like... I don't want nothing else to do with the Thunder. Right. Like the the Me situation neither. with like Hayward in there now, and like he's eating into minutes of people. Yeah. If I was gonna take anybody else, it'd be Jalen Williams. It would just come down to ownership if I want to touch that or not. But like Giddy's minutes have seen a huge drop with Hayward, and like Giddy's producing still, and he's been shooting a lot better recently. I just he's fifty four hundred. I think we're gonna find better options of value on the slate. And on the Spurs side, I I don't know how this slate's going to go, but like looking at this slate the night before, I'm like, man, it'd be great to play Wimby and SGA together. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts when it comes to San Antonio? Uh, I mean, obviously, Wemby's always a strong play, 10-1. I mean, he's got massive, massive upside. I'm worried he's not going to get his full run be honest with you um i know he can crush in 29 minutes but um i don't think i don't know i don't like this game i i I don't like the spurs in this spot i think i think they get crushed no no way i'm playing vassell or sohan or jones um so i'm not doing any of the cheap guys um so yeah i mean it'd be Wemby or, or or nobody else Wimby is just a guy that is phenomenal and his ceilings up his upside and his ceiling is all depending on minutes. And I like the fact that he played 34 minutes the other night. It's such a huge increase in like ceiling when he's playing 30 plus minutes. And, and we've seen like his 30 plus minute ceiling is like 70 plus. Thunder right. is a tough matchup. Don't get me yeah, wrong. It's such a such a tough matchup. But his usage and production is just so much higher than like everybody else on his team that it's like San Antonio last year was a team that we absolutely hated to play. It's just a team that we never wanted to play San Antonio. And now we've gotten to the point where like it's Wimby or nobody from this team. Right. Oh, yeah. There's, there's absolutely nobody else. I think, honestly, I would X out everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I I don't know. I don't I mean I don't know who else I I I draw roster. You know, so <clears throat> all right, we finish out the slate with Houston at Phoenix, two thirty two and a half total here. Phoenix is an eight and a half point favorite. Adams and Eason out for Houston. Beal and Gordon questionable for Phoenix, and Lee is still out. Let's go to Houston here first. What do you like here for the Rockets? 
if it's anybody, it's FVV at 6,600 playing over 35 minutes, right? Um, Shangun is always interesting, but I prefer FVV. Um, don't love uh, Green, but you could play him. But really, FVV's price is so, so, so good that it's pretty hard to get away away from that. Yeah, I mean, Van Vliet's price is good for sure and the minutes have been fantastic his upside it's kind of limited lately like so many people are playing so well for houston that like jabari smith's ceiling is massive right now he's been playing so good that it's hard not to have interest in him and like sangoon you know he finally showed up the other like back-to-back nights now with like some double doubles and tough matchups but the thunder is such a good like rebounding spot that I'm so concerned, like, good rebounding spots are, like, outweighing, like, how much his rebounds have dropped recently. Thompson kind of moving back to a bench role has helped Sangoon a little bit. But overall, like, Jabari Smith has been absolutely crushing here recently. So Jabari Smith is by far my favorite play from Houston in this spot. But I like I the Van Vliet ball, too. I just think that FEV hasn't been shooting well. So if he shoots okay... He's going to crock. He's been shooting really bad lately. So, I mean, he had a 43% shooting night and scored 20 actual points and I'm still only put up 30. I, I, I need, I need him to shoot well and, you know, add in some stocks and, and assists. Like the assist rate needs to come back up. Like this is a guy averaging eight assists a night and he hasn't had eight assists in a game since January 29th against the Lakers. Yeah, no, you're right. It's true. It's just so many minutes. You know, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the Phoenix side here. What do we like for the Suns? I don't really um, like that many players. I guess Booker seems a little bit cheap at 92. You can always play Durant, 97. Um, Is Nurkic probable or questionable? He's probable. Okay. Um, He's expected. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's Booker, and that's really about it. Um, this game isn't fantastic. I think um, uh, Royce O'Neal maybe as a value piece, but uh, hopefully we get better value to uh, open up. Yeah, value, I think, in this game is definitely depending on, like, does Beal and Gordon play? Right. I mean, Beal is huge. Because if Beal plays, I kind of have interest in him. Yeah, the price is is kind of right at sixty seven hundred. I definitely don't disagree with that. But my my biggest concern with like Beal is like hamstring. Do we expect him to like come back and play like his normal minutes? Is my my biggest concern here for him? And like we've seen him in the past, like miss time and then come back and play thirty minutes. Like Phoenix typically doesn't play their guys until they're like ready to play. So it could easily be that situation where. You know, he comes back and plays 30 minutes and you're not too concerned at 6,700. Houston's defense has been struggling a little bit more recently. You know, they're a team, like, for most of the part of the season, they were top five. They've dropped down to, like, eighth. They're still good defense. Uh, And then, like, if Beal sits and Gordon sits, like... Yeah, what about Royce O'Neal if those guys sit? Huge, huge, huge minutes he's going to fly. Yeah, gosh. He... 
I know. I, I hate him against I, the Lakers I, I, the other night. Getting I hate, there. I hate him. I hate him too. He had six threes against the Lakers the other night. I know. I can't stand that. I think Beal and Gordon would both have to be out for me to play O'Neal. And, and it's just yeah. you're playing him more based on like him getting the minutes. I, I like Allen way more. I think I like what would ra- mm. much rather play like Grayson Allen. Right. Gosh, clicking Royce O'Neal's name. It never like feels good in your stomach, right? Like right. all the people that are listening to this podcast right now, like running on the treadmill, they're like, like they just got a little sick to their stomach. Like, ah, oh, Royce O'Neal. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. <laughs> we we we're having the YouTube chat. I'm just I I've it's lost me today. Um, I I can't take feedback, Tim. All I, right, I know you can't. <laughs> Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Um. I'm going to go Cameron Johnson. Yeah, I, I like the Cam Johnson call. You know, obviously, you know, Dennis Smith Jr. I think is someone that could potentially play more minutes if this game stays close. I'm going to go a little off the beaten path here and go Malik Beasley. I, I know you guys are probably sick of me talking and like touting him and it hasn't worked out a ton. It just, I, don't, I really like the role that he has with Milwaukee, with Middleton out. I got something in my eye. I think overall Malik Beasley just has upside to play like 30 plus minutes a night and get 10 plus shots. And he's someone when he's getting hot, he'll keep shooting threes and Charlotte's still not a great, like three point defending team. So I, I like Malik Beasley as my under five K to go seven X here over eight K to go under five X. Who is your bus today? Um, Dejounte Murray. You don't like him, huh? I don't. I don't like him. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I like Dejounte. I just don't like the price tag for him. The price tag is up He's there. Too a expensive. Bit. I, I'm leaning Kevin Durant, and it's more of like I know Durant can go for like sixty in any matchup when he's shooting well. It, it's more of like. I just don't see myself playing KD over like Wimby and SGA on this slate. Well, that's the. That's what my argument about Murray is, too. I find that money, yeah. Tim. I find the money. I, I want I want SGA. I think SGA is the top play on the slate today. Favorite yeah. 6X play today? Favorite 6X. Um, I almost want to say SGA, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'll go Josh Hart. I like that. I like Josh. Man, Josh Hart's been playing... Really good basketball. I like that a lot. I'm going to go to Jabari Smith Jr. for Houston. This guy has just been absolutely crushing lately. And and it's more of just Thompson moving back to the bench has just opened up all the rebounds for Jabari Smith Jr. So really like this spot for him. And I think he keeps crushing here in this matchup against Phoenix. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Mm, Who do you got? I had one. Where did he go? Oh, Bojan. Oh, he's like, if, if, if Brunson's out, if Brunson's out. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that at all. My Let's Get Weird GPP play today is from the Golden State Warriors. Like I said, when we were breaking down that game and it's Gary Payton. And this is very off the board very off the board. I know it. 
they love this guy on defense. He's a guy that can get you like five plus stocks. And if he's scoring like he was the other night, Chris Paul was hitting Gary Payton. Gary Payton was getting open shots. He was hitting them. It was fantastic to watch. But I Gary Payton at 3,300 is a guy that has already showed us in 18 minutes he can go for 20-plus fantasy points. So no Wiggins. Gary Payton's defense. Like, let's get Gary Payton a couple extra minutes here. So I, I think Gary Payton is an excellent tournament nobody's gonna play him type play for large field stuff and that's always what i kind of go for here in this game is i try to find that like three percent own that nobody's playing and like hit it once out of like every seven days uh let's call right. it once every five days because we're monday through friday but yeah i like gary payton as my <laughs> let's get weird gbv play today uh let's go to the betting portion of the show any player props or pick and plays that you like here so I did bet the Jalen Brunson under 30, 31 and a half points. And I bet the over 23 and a half uh, Lillard points, both on DK. I like it. I think the, uh, I think the squad pick hit, I was just refreshing my app here and has, it has more money. Like, isn't that great when you're like refreshing to make sure the line hasn't changed and you have more money in your account than you did. I know, it's pretty 10 awesome. minutes ago. It's always great. My my bet, my player prop that I like today is Jabari Smith Jr. over 24 and a half points and rebounds. He's been absolutely crushing this number with Van Vliet back and Thompson back to the bench. This guy has hit this number in three straight games, and the minutes are phenomenal. The matchup's okay. Really like this number, and I think it's too low. I think we're going to project him for around 27-ish, and I think that we get this at 24 and a half year night before and uh, we see what happens. But yeah, I like Jabari Smith over 24 and a half. There were no lines that were jumping out to me here. Is there anything that you liked on the lines part? Um, not nothing, nothing really that stuck out. I will say like Orlando minus five against Utah is somewhat juicy at home. Orlando is just such a good defensive team, but I probably wait to see if Banchero's playing. Like, if you get news that Banchero's at shoot around, and this line's still minus five, I think I'd bet Orlando minus five uh, in that scenario. I think if I had to pick a total, I'd take the under two twenty three in the Golden State New York New York game. Steph, Steph in Madison Square Garden, man, you better watch out. So, yeah. We'll <laughs> all right we're gonna get out of here i hope everyone has a fantastic thursday make sure you hit the like button over there on youtube if you haven't already subscribed to the rotor grinders morning grind page over there we're getting close to a thousand subscribers appreciate everyone that'll wrap it up hope you have a great day and we'll be back tomorrow talking hoops good luck everyone we'll see you then